The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. You're listening to an encore presentation of an Ask the Expert show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we begin the first hour of what will be three great hours of radio right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber and I have been hosting this legendary broadcast now for 28 years and I can't help to get excited this time of year because I get to spend time helping you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges And for the next three hours, we're going to talk about a gazillion different things. And I would love to hear your voices today at 457-1290. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, we are blessed because we have the one and only Christopher. (laughs) Christopher, our executive producer, A.K. Hippie at the helm. And uh, should be an interesting uh, morning on multiple, multiple, multiple levels. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Good morning, Mark. Are you awake yet? I am not. <laughs> you're you're allowed to say that, right? Yeah. So so I, I, I'm I'm impressed you're here today. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I had a chance to help out with garden talk, so I'm actually excited to do it this morning. Well, Chris, you know this is the time of the year when people are starting to think about. Uh, you know, I want to have want to grow the biggest tomatoes on the block, right? You know, some some people really get jarred up about this, okay? And and they and they believe that they can out outdo their neighbor, the, the the neighbor beater tomato and they got the big boy tomato and the better boy tomato and the supersonic tomato. So which tomato do you pick? How do you make that decision about what tomato do you pick, right? It's a hard decision, right? It is. Particularly if you're not really into tomatoology, so to speak, right? Okay. Well, today we're going to talk a lot about how to pick and choose vegetables and how to be successful. I uh, got a call yesterday from the breaking news team people that wanted to talk about plant selection and the question was was it too early to plant plants and i said well what kind of plants are we talking about and of course the 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 the, the plant nerd of me kicks into full gear uh, let's let's be clear folks it's going to get cold sunday <laughs> okay i believe there is a freeze warning for 1 a.m to 9 a.m sunday for all counties so Let's kind of talk through about what cool season and warm season vegetables and flowers really mean. Um, these are plants, ladies and gentlemen, the first of all, cool season are defined as plants that are, can be ins- installed before the frost or in the fall um, that can tolerate colder temperatures. Plants like that would be like broccoli and cabbage and and uh, Brussels sprouts and radishes and lettuce. 
Um, those are our cool season vegetables. In the case of flowers, those would be like pansies and violas and petunias. Those are cool season um, plants that can tolerate colder temperatures. While on the other hand, warm season um, vegetables like tomatoes and peppers and eggplant and okra and uh, squash and winter squash and watermelon, those are all what we call warm season crops. So what happens is if you plant these warm season vegetables and warm season annuals out in the cold, out in the air, in the landscape before a lot of times May 15th, there is a likelihood that those plants are going to be subject to some pretty cold temperatures. So if you are one that has bought their impatience or bought their begonias or bought their tomatoes, you got some work ahead of you the next few nights. Um, and, 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 and covering, you know, Chris, this is going to be an important piece because covering these plants is really critical. And this is why. Um, if you cover them with plastic, you are going to make matters worse. You heard me right. If you cover them with plastic, it's actually going to need to get colder than it will get warmer. So one of the things that uh, I would generally say is, is like bed sheets and, and uh, materials like that or uh, burlap would be a really good choice. But stay away from the use of plastic. Plastic will not be a good thing. Uh, I mean, it'll actually make it colder. The air actually condenses and it's colder underneath underneath that. Um, And and keep in mind that I'm not saying not to plant. I'm saying is that you run the risk of serious damage or loss if you do plant. So keep that in mind. Now, for plants like perennials, go right ahead, plant away. Trees and shrubs, go right ahead, go right ahead. Plant, plant, go right away. You won't have any problem whatsoever with those types of plants. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind that there is a season for everything. We have cool season plants and we have warm season plants. And don't jump the gun because you'll end up having some problems. Um, Love to hear your voices today. If you've got a gardening question about plant selection, eh, how's your lawn look out there? Mine looks fantastic. How's your uh, trees look out there? Mine look fantastic. How do yours look? And if you got some worries or concerns about a particular plant or a landscape in issue, um, I would love to hear your voices today. 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And you can be part of Garden Talk. 457-1290. When we come back, Christopher and company, we're going to take your calls at 457-1290. Along with that as well, we'll give you an updated weather forecast. We've got a beautiful sunrise here on tap here at the studios. On a wonderful day to be alive here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is Larry Hanskin. For years I've been telling you that my painting days are behind me. I'll never pick up a brush again. Instead, I pick up a phone and call University Painters at 937-630-3800. That's the number you need to get a truly professional paint job. Now, while I don't paint anymore, I can remember my previous efforts and the worst, painting ceilings. 
I got pain all over me, in my eyes, my mouth, more on me in the floor than on the ceiling. So this time, when we had an upstairs bathroom leak, what did I do? I called Chris at University Painters, 630-3800. He came out, took one look at the problem, gave me a complete and thorough estimate, and now my ceiling looks like new. Ceilings, walls, indoors, outdoors, a professional paint job really does make a difference. Get on the schedule now and take advantage of University Painters Spring Special. 50% off all paints and materials. Call 630-3800, 50% off all paints and materials. You can also go online at universitypainters.com. This is Mo from Mo's Outdoor Equipment and Supplies in Springboro. It's Toro's biggest sale of the year. Hurry in and take advantage of the great deals and make your yard the envy of the neighborhood this spring. Let Toro take the work out of mowing your yard and save instantly with rebates on the Toro Super Recycler, Toro Titan HD, or the Toro Time Cutter HD. Plus, use your Toro credit card and get a Visa prepaid card up to $100. Visit us today at Mo's Outdoor Equipment and Supplies in Springboro or at buyatmoes.com. Having financial Financial independence and wealth empowerment is the American dream. Learn what the wealthy know, get strong returns, and never lose your principal. That's the Heroes Talk Radio way. Learn about the secrets to planning a tax-free retirement income. Listen every Sunday at 5 p.m. for Heroes Talk Radio on WHIO AM 1290 and News 95.7. You can also call us now, 866-544-7755. That's 866-544-7755. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. As we all know, life can bring about many challenges. Fortunately, some you can expect and plan for. By joining the McAfee Comfort Club, we can find many problems before they happen. And for the moment you're caught off guard, our emergency priority service restores your comfort quickly. Any season, any time. McAfee. Join these Miamisburg eateries in wishing Miamisburg a happy 200th birthday. Bullwinkles, Ron's Pizza, The Hamburger Wagon, Watermark, Chumps, and The Coffee Cup. Fireworks, concerts, and fun for the whole family. Details at miamisburg200.com. That's miamisburg200.com. Keeping you and your family safe. We provide updates on any credible threats, scam alerts, and security at your child's school. We are watching out for you here at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Less humid and really a pleasant Saturday for you. Partly sunny skies, highs in the upper 70s, clouds increasing in the evening as a cold front approaches, and that will bring with it the chance for showers and thunderstorms for your Sunday. Best chance in the late morning and early afternoon. But we will dry out for your Sunday evening under partly cloudy skies. Highs will be near 80 degrees. I'm meteorologist Crystal Davis on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to an encore presentation of an Ask the Expert show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast. And uh, call lines are fairly slow this morning, so if you've got a question about your lawn or your landscaping or your trees or whatever it may be, we've got open lines for you. And if your first time you ever listened to Garden Talk, a little bit about this show, uh, we've been on the air for 28 years, and we'd love to help you about whatever's going on in your yard, garden, and landscaping. Uh, my name is Mark Weber, and uh, I hold a couple degrees in horticulture from Ohio State University. I'm also designated as a board-certified master arborist, and I am the president and co-founder of a company right here in Dayton, Ohio, called Mark Weber's Landscaping, and uh, I'd love to help you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And without further ado, let's go talk to Sal. And Sal, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. How you doing, Mark? I'm well, Sal. Good to hear your voice. How can I help you? Uh, I have... A real problem with weeds in my vegetable garden. Okay. Now, I called Scott. I identified the weed. It's called ground ivy. Okay. It is, it's a bear to get rid of. Okay. Um, my first question is, what have you done in the past that hasn't worked? I guess is my first question. Well, I put uh, weed control on it. Uh I think it was bears weed control, which didn't even phase it. The guy told me that what I've got to do is go out there and mow it down because this stuff is systemic and it gets to the roots. He said, if you've got the leaves on there, it doesn't work well. And I also use something called N-A-T-R-I-A, Nutria. Okay. And that was that was a bear one, and that didn't even fade. Okay. What well, well, the plant that you have there, I believe, is henbit, and it is it is a um, it's it's it's, it's a broadleaf. Okay, it's a dicot, mm-hmm. which means that the type of herbicides that we need to be looking at are materials that's going to kill that. Now, keep in mind, this started not right this spring. This actually happened last year. This stuff actually germinated and grew from pretty much September of last year to today. All right? Oh, it's terrible. So the bottom line to control it is to control it before it gets big. So one thing that I'm going to suggest is, and because right now it's probably in, in, in flowering right now. Not yet. Yeah, but it will be. <laughs> it's going to be harder to con- yeah. It's going to be harder to control when it's flowering than it will be before it's not flowering. So what I would suggest is go out there and 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 knock it down, uh, like like they previously suggested by cutting it. Okay, and then I, I want you to apply whacker. what what's that, sir? I'm sorry. I use my weed whacker on it. Okay, that's fine. Weed whack it. Um, then once you've cut the stem, I want you to apply a herbicide called glyphosate. Glyphosate. Vegetable garden? Am I going to kill anybody? That tries no, 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 no. This is glyphosate. is a post-directive, non-selective, non-residual material. Meaning, when it's applied, it kills just what it's touched. 
and it doesn't move and leave a soil residue. So it's called glossophate. Glossophate. It's at you may you may know it as the trade name Roundup. Okay, but keep oh, wow. but, but be careful because part of the problem is is that that same name carries multiple different herbicides out there. And this is why it makes this tricky. Because when you buy a pesticide, you're buying the active ingredient. You're not buying the name. And why I say that is, is that name that I just previously mentioned, and I hate to say that name, because the problem is that you as a consumer are being, I think right now that, that, that name, that name by itself has at least seven to eight different pesticides that carry the same name that have different formulations of material in it. Okay. So Mm -hmm. what, what you want to buy is a herbicide that has the active ingredient glyphosate, which is G L Y P H O S A T E. And I know people go, I got, it means I got to work at it. Yeah, you do. Because this is why I have seen that same trade name I mentioned before be sold having a mazapir in it, which is something that lasts in the soil for about three to six months. And I've seen it with, with other herbicides in it that last longer than what the original regular glossophate does. So you, when you buy this, you're going to look for the active ingredient. You know, look at the trade name in the front, but then turn around and look at the label in the back Read the label from top to bottom. I know that really is a painful statement to make. Who makes that? Uh, there's a bunch of people that make glyphosate because it's it's not even a it's not even a a, a product that's completely owned by Man, Monsanto invented it supposedly and trademarked it and it was and it came out from underneath patent about about ten or fifteen years ago. But unfortunately, this, this product has been manufactured by a lot of different people. But that name of with the up on it has been taken and they got it in all kinds of formulations now. And unfortunately, for, for the average person who does not understand pesticides, it's kind of perilous because you're going to be buying something that frankly may not be what you're really buying because you think it's glossophate. So, you know, this is one of these things when you use pesticides, you've got to understand what you're using, how it works, and how to apply it. If you think you're going to, if you think you're getting, think you're just, I just want a weed killer. There is a bunch of products out there that are weed killers. (laughs) But the problem is, and this is the problem, is you got to choose the weed killer that's going to provide the maximum control with the least amount of damage because all of these products are designed to kill stuff. Okay. And a lot of times it can leave soil residues. It can be off target and damage other viable plants. And you gotta be careful. And that's why I said, when you go to buy this, what you're looking at, ladies and gentlemen, is the active ingredient. If you look at anything, if you don't learn anything from Garden Talk today, don't buy products by the name that's on the bottle or on the bag. You buy what's inside the bag, which is where the where the active ingredient. Because this is the catch. Is this corner. a liquid or a powder? It's a liquid. It's, it's a liquid. Again, you what you want. Let's listen to my words carefully. 
What you want is the active ingredient glyphosate. Nothing more, nothing less. And you're going to mix it typically at about the 2% rate. And again, the label will tell you how to do that. So this is the, this is the kicker of all kickers with this, uh, Sal, is that if you don't follow the label and if you don't choose the right product, you could have irreversible, you could have some pretty bad damages to your, to your garden, okay? And that's why, that's why I said, when you think about using, I always tell people this, when you think about using a pesticide, Read the label. <laughs> I know people don't want to hear that, that I have to read something, but that label is a legal binding document that requires full compliance when you use it. And if you don't follow, follow the label, you do it at your own peril. And the label tells you not to apply to a certain product, a certain situation, you don't apply it. If the label tells you not to apply, if the winds are greater than 10 miles an hour, you don't apply it. If the label tells you not to apply it in an area that it's going to leave residual control and affect seeding, don't apply it if you're going to be trying to grow a vegetable garden. Okay? So read the label. <laughs> okay? All right, Sal. Now, I, I use something called Roundup Super Concentrate for weed. And again, what does it have in the bottle? That's just what you've just described, Sal. And, and Sal, realize I'm not trying to irritate you. I'm trying to say to you, what you have given is a trade name. It is not what's the chemical inside the bottle. Sal, have a good weekend, and thanks for being part of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. MS attacks the brain and spinal cord. It's the most common neurological disease leading to disability in young adults. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Join us. Together we are stronger. Walk MS fundraising accelerates research breakthroughs and life-changing breakthroughs. It will take all of our passion, determination, and fundraising to end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Join us. Register today, start a team, and raise funds at walkms.org. Helping you get to work and get home for over three decades. He gives traffic reports that are helpful. He's been my favorite for many years. Great traffic reports and a person of trust and authority. Dayton's most trusted traffic authority is Sergeant Mark Bowron. Hear him update traffic every six minutes during Miami Valley's morning news. Where you can also get weather every six minutes from Dayton's most trusted meteorologist with in-depth weather information all morning. I trust her weather reports. She always has weather reports that help me plan my day. I love how energetic she is. Knowledgeable. Excellent weather reporter. She's very informative. Count on Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zontini with a forecast you can depend on. Right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 6.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this hour, learning more about the summit that is going to happen after all. Could see some thunderstorms Sunday. I'm meteorologist Crystal Davis. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic is looking all clear out there this morning as far as accidents are concerned. We're not seeing anything on the roadways to cause trouble for you at this hour. Looking at eastbound I-70 at State Route 49 to I-75, that's an eight-mile drive. It's taken about seven minutes. And it's our top story. President Trump making the announcement Friday that the historic summit between the U.S. and North Korea is on track. The president also saying that he believes Kim Jong-un is seriously pushing for denuclearization. I think they want to do that. I I know they want to do that. They want other things along the line. They want to develop as a country. The president had canceled that meeting about a week ago, calling it now a diplomatic move that paid off. The summit is set for June 12th in Singapore. Well, now to Miamisburg, where police continue to to continuing their hunt, I should say, for the missing woman, Chelsea Coe. One month after raiding a lower Miamisburg property looking for any sign of missing woman, Chelsea Coe, officers tell me they're learning of new people they want to speak with about this case nearly every day. That's WHIO Sean Cudahy. Officers are saying they are not ruling out their as yet unknown person of interest in this case. Now, let's have a look at that exclusive 24-hour weather forecast with meteorologist Crystal Davis. Less humid and really a pleasant Saturday for you. Partly sunny skies, highs in the upper 70s, clouds increasing in the evening as a cold front approaches, and that will bring with it the chance for showers and thunderstorms for your Sunday. Best chance in the late morning and early afternoon, but we will dry out for your Sunday evening under partly cloudy skies. Highs will be near 80 degrees. I'm meteorologist Crystal Davis on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar showing that these wee hours before the sun rises, if you can call them that, are looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley. Maybe some patches of fog in some areas, but not looking at any chances for rain in the meantime. Now, currently 63 degrees in Troy, 67 in Springfield, and 67 here in Dayton at 632. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm Jonah Adi on Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station AM. 1290 and News 957 WHIO. Depend on it. Hi, Pete Kasuji here to tell you that if you're looking for the very best selection of your favorite garden plants, we grow over 125 varieties of tomatoes, peppers, cabbage, broccoli, cucumber, okra, cantaloupe, and eggplants. And if you haven't tried our famous neighbor beater tomato plants, come out and pick up a few and enjoy the best taste you ever had from your garden. They taste so good, you'll wish you planted more. And remember, neighbor beater garden plants are sold only at our garden center at 1309 Brand Pike. So get out that shovel and start digging. It's time for gardens, bedding plants, rose bushes, vines, and ground covers, shade trees and shrubs, bird baths and fountains, and so much more. So join the green revolution and come out and see us at 1309 Brand Pike. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts. 
a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. This is WHIO's Clark Howard. I save you money, and the gang at WHIO work hard to bring you live breaking weather, traffic, and news right here. W-H-I-O. You're listening to an encore presentation of an Ask the Expert show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. Okay, Chris, you get off at work today, you go outside, and you go home and you mow your lawn, right? Correct, and it actually needs it. Okay, you mow your grass, and as you're mowing your grass, Chris, there's these bees that come out of the ground. What do you do? Run away. (laughs) Very fast. (laughs) Interesting you say that. Um, This is the time of year that you will find a lot of ground bees that are coming out of the ground. And there's a lot of people have this whole panic thing where they think it's the Armageddon and they're being attacked by the killer bees from Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, and Chris... (laughs) Keep in mind that these are actually very beneficial insects, number one. The ones that are probably chasing after you are males, and they have no stinger. You won't get stung. In fact, most ground-dwelling bees, in fact, there's over 20,000 different species of ground-dwelling bees in North America. Most of them are very active in the early in this time of year in the spring. The take-home message is they'll form these interesting little conical domes of soil you'll see in your lawn. But the, the secret is that within a few weeks, they pretty much disappear. And they really offer you no danger or, or, or harm. In fact, I would highly recommend to leave them be with the bees. <laughs> Because the little important take-home message are is these insects are critical pollinators, meaning that they do an ample job at pollinating apples, blueberries, cherries, and a number of other important uh, flowers that are in bloom right now in the landscape. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have ground bees, don't apply insecticides. To stay away if you feel that uncomfortable, keep in mind that the ones that are flying by you probably aren't going to hurt you because those are the drones or the males that have no stinger. So leave the bees be on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You've been Into the Garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast. We have an open line for you at 457-1290. And i uh, love to talk to you about maybe you've got some bee problems, maybe you've got some weed problems, 
Maybe you've got some questions about what else is going on in your yard, garden, and landscape. Dandelions seem to be on the prowl. And uh, if you listen to WHIO here at the radio station and you listen on your TuneIn radio app or the podcast, you'll actually hear what we call the Garden Talk Minute, where I do a weekly tip over the airwaves about different topics, and one of which this week that has been playing has been about dandelions. Um, and these are an interesting weed on many fronts. And one of the take-home messages that I always share with people is, is one of the best controls against dandelions is having a lawn that is a, that is that is is a strong lawn, meaning one that grows aggressively and it's thick. A thick lawn will not have likely as many dandelions as a thin lawn. So one of the key essential things that you need to be doing is trying to build a thick, lush lawn. And soil fertility is one of the most important things that you can do with that. And I would highly recommend that you get a soil test, do some holotine coloration here this spring or fall, and work on building a bigger, stronger lawn. Remember, we control dandelions in the fall, not in the spring. And I'll say that again. We control them in the fall, not in the spring. And if you do have them, just keep in mind that it's a, it's a work in progress. And if you are using herbicides, as we just described with Sal in the last 15 minutes of Garden Talk, you got to read the label and you got to follow the label or you will damage things. Let's head to the telephone lines. Let's head over to Eaton, Ohio, and let's go talk to Larry. Larry, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. How are you doing? I'm good, Larry. How can I help you? Well, we had a hive of bees, honeybees, in our tree for two years, and we were going to start a hive this year. And I talked to a bee club, and they were saying they could come out and transfer them to the beehive. And I haven't seen them this year. And they had a what again, sir? I, I couldn't hear what you said. We had some honeybees in our tree for two yeah, years. I, I got that part, but then you talked about talking about transferring, and then you broke up. I, I apologize. I talked to a bee club, mm-hmm. and they said that they could come out and get them to transfer over to the beehive. We, we got a beehive. We're just going to start a beehive this year. But I haven't seen any bees this year. Mm, you, they, they may have died over the winter. Yeah. There's yeah. honey seeping out of the tree. There, there was quite a few in there. Was there? Yeah. The, the, you know, this is the kind of the, the thing about pollinators. Um, honeybees, as you, you may or may not know, did you know that they're not a native insect to the United States? No, I did not. Yeah. The honeybee that makes honey, and Chris, this is kind of an interesting factoid, the honeybee that you and I know um, that that we hear all these wonderful things about and, and is in, in constant peril uh, related to pesticides and mites and, and foul brood and a whole bunch of other stuff, is not a native insect to the United States. In fact, the European honeybee is an introduced species. Now, notwithstanding, it's important to realize that, and and reason I can talk a lot about this, because for a very long period in my professional life, I actually kept honeybees. Um and I will tell you, it is very hard work, but the thing about it is they die and they have a number of pathogens that bother them. And one of the key things, like we just brought up in the garden this morning, was about these ground bees. Um, we have a number of really important native species of bees 
and bees that live here in Ohio. In fact, I think we just mentioned there's over 20,000 different species of ground bees that are in North America. And the very much the vast majority of them, all 20,000 different species of them, pose no harm to you or I. Um, in fact, but I hear people all the time that will call up a lawn care company and want them to kill the bees that are in their lawn. And real out, reality is that these insects pose no, no risk to you personally. They pose no risk to your animals or your, or your family. <laughs> and frankly, leave them be, <laughs> okay? Because these insects um, are vital pollinators in the, in the eco- ecology of, of, of where we live. And by, you know, applying pesticides and killing them, you are removing these important ecological agents of pollination. And, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but I sure like to eat apples and pears and blueberries and a whole number of other fruits that require pollination. Okay. Um, and, 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 and with the fact that we can't really have reliable honeybees, um, it's kind of a scary thought that, that we're at the same time destroying the next matrix, so to speak, of reliable pollinators for our environment. Um, and it's interesting from the standpoint is, is this winter I uh, attended uh, um, two different uh, continuing education um, events, and they were about bee assemblies, assemblies in, in, in Ohio and in the Midwest. And the interesting is, is of that 20,000 different ground bees and nesting bees, um, they are very specific to what plants that they pollinate, meaning that there are specific pollinators for specific plants. It's that, it's that, that exacting, so to speak. So listening, I hope our listeners this morning, if, you know, I, and I'm not saying, I'm trying to say to everybody out there is, if, okay, you've got a bee issue in your yard. You're coming out of the grass. First of all, don't act irrationally and apply a pesticide without really understanding what you got. Because the bottom line is those are pretty, probably a very important beneficial insect that should be left alone. Leave them be alone. <laughs> you know, uh, they are important parts of the environment. Okay. Thurs, yep. th- thank you so much for your call, and uh, I, I hope I hope your honeybee hive didn't die over the winter, but it would not surprise me. Okay. Would some more move into that, or is that unlikely? <sighs> you know, there's a chance they may and a chance they may not. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the question becomes is why did they die, and, and it very well may be from – it may have been from a pesticide application nearby you. It may have been because of foul brood. It may have been from a number of different things. And I will tell you, Larry, that we have a lot less honeybees than we used to have. And yep. and we need to be really good. We need to take care of the ones we have. So uh, this is one of those things where um, I think all of us need to be a little bit better e- ecologists and take care of where we live. Larry, I must run because I'm getting ready to go into the garden kitchen, Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Larry. All right. Bye.
You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. Do you like cabbage, Chris? Uh, no, not really. You don't like cabbage? You like coleslaw? I do, and I know that's well, they cabbage, made it but like cooked cabbage, cabbage I don't like. Oh, right, you don't like cooked cabbage. Would you like raw cabbage? Yes. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the prime season to be planting cabbage is now. Keep in mind that cabbage belongs to the same group of vegetables as broccoli and and Brussels sprouts and even radishes. And there's different types of cabbage. And keep in mind that you can buy, you can grow purple cabbage, you can grow savoy cabbage. That's kind of the stuff that's got the crinkly leaves. Then you got smooth-headed cabbage. You can make uh, sauerkraut from cabbage. In fact, cabbage is probably one of the most unique vegetables from the standpoint is it's a great utility vegetable. Um, Cabbage is a good source of vitamin K, vitamin C, and dietary fiber. Um, it's a vegetable that's fairly easy to grow as long as you can keep the cabbage worms off of it, which you can use with a biological insecticide called Dipel. In fact, cabbage has been around for at least, they believe, since 1000 B.C. Uh, which I can't even imagine cabbage being around in 1000 B.C. But cabbage was, has been used by European cuisine for, for, for eons. This is a plant, ladies and gentlemen, that's a biannual, meaning that we plant it and harvest it the first year of its life. If we let it overwinter, it will flower and not do so well. So I would suggest you plant some cabbage in whatever the varieties that you choose. Just keep in mind that this is a plant that needs full sun, proper nutrition, and remember it needs a few insecticide applications using a biological agent called Dipel. And you will produce magnificent heads and enjoy your cabbage. You've been into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of Garden Talk. When we come back... We'll take your calls and continue with this hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. David's Cemetery would like to invite you to our Flag Day celebration and free concert on Friday, June 8th at 5.30 p.m. The University of Dayton's New Horizons Oompa Band will perform and will be serving free hot dogs, chips and drinks, along with free kids' activities. Bring a lawn chair or blanket and join us at 4600 Mad River Road in Kettering or call 434-2255 for more information. David Cemetery, Generations of Care. Hi, I'm Danielle from Burns Garden Center, where we've been growing healthy plants right here in the Miami Valley for three generations. We're here to assist you with the plants and knowledge that will produce incredible eye-popping gardens. You've got to see our amazing selection of trees, shrubs, veggies, herbs, annuals, and perennials. This week, all our stunning perennials by six or more get 20% off. Come visit us in Beaver Creek and Middletown. You've got to see Burns. 
Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. Find new roads to savings at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks. Make summer driving a pleasure with a vehicle you'll treasure. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership. We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM-certified used vehicles. Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, DaveKehlChevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave Kale's Chevrolet. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. Keeping your family safe. Our Storm Center 7 team of meteorologists bring you the information you need to know around the clock, 24-7. Depend on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Less humid and really a pleasant Saturday for you. Partly sunny skies, highs in the upper 70s, clouds increasing in the evening as a cold front approaches. And that will bring with it the chance for showers and thunderstorms for your Sunday. Best chance in the late morning and early afternoon. But we will dry out for your Sunday evening under partly cloudy skies. Highs will be near 80 degrees. I'm meteorologist Crystal Davis on the Miami Valley's Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to an encore presentation of an Ask the Expert show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. And uh, let's head back to the telephone lines. Chris, who is up on line two, if I may ask? It's Mark from Miamisburg. Mark from Miamisburg. Okay, Mark from Miamisburg. Good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? I'm well, sir. How can I help you? Well, I have a neighbor problem. <laughs> okay. That's what I don't know if you can do anything about the neighbor, but <laughs> the problem that I have is I have a neighbor who has a high-maintenance landscape that bought the house, and they don't take care of it. The problem is thistle. They have thistle that grows in their backyard that grows to the flowering height of approximately four to six feet. So it's Canadian thistle? I'm a, 
assuming it is. That's when it gets the big bloom on it, and then it lets the, the seeds go. And is this in Miami Township or in my city of Miamisburg? City of Miamisburg. Hmm. I'm just wondering. reason I ask this question is, you know, a little unknown fact, in, in most cities, municipalities, and townships in um, United States, there are applicable standards of property maintenance. And one of them is weed control. <laughs> and one of them is called noxious weed control. And Canadian thistle is actually um, considered a noxious weed in most of the continuous 48 states in the United States, by the way. So you very well may have a, a mechanism to force this person to do the right thing by the fact that they very well may be breaking um, an applicable property maintenance standard for where you live. You might look into that. That's what that might be a step. That's what I what my issue is is I try and fight the seedlings that get into my yard. Oh Lord! And, uh, you get well, I, you know the problem you got, and that's I don't mean to interrupt you, but this is the challenge you got. Canadian thistle propagates itself by seed and also by underground rhizomes. Even if you control it by the seed, you still got this crazy stuff that's going tangling its way underground, popping its way through your into your property. So it's like one of those things where even if you control the seed, it's coming at you underground. <laughs> well, that I did not know. I yeah, did. this is uh, what makes Canadian thistle the worst is is that is the fact that even though. This stuff only takes one-tenth of an inch of root to produce a plant. And that and, and once you build up a fairly decent carbohydrate reserve of roots below ground, it could take up to three years to control it. So I, I think you're going to have to get this guy or lady or whoever lives next door to you to have a come-to-Jesus moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to tell you this, but the reality is, is there's a reason why this, that, that there are standards of care with property maintenance. You know, I, it always kills me, um, you know, people who own properties that don't do the right thing as far as managing their trees, managing their landscape. And it always seems like there's at least one in every neighborhood that just, it seems like they're asleep at the wheel. And, and I will say is that, that I would press this, you know, one, I would look it up in the Miamisburg um, code and see what the applicable property maintenance code is, because there's actually an international property maintenance code that's, that's applicable to most properties in the United States. And one of them is weed control. Um, and it's well documented that noxious weeds like Canadian thistle shall be controlled by property owners. And I know people get really irritated when they hear the word shall, but there's a reason why that's there because that mm -hmm. it, it avoids having the nuisance of the problem that you've got where you've got one neighbor who is quite frankly ruining the, the properties of all the adjoining neighbors just because they aren't doing what's right. And trust me, I, I, I totally understand that. But that's where I would kind of go with this, is you really need to attack this from the standpoint is that that neighbor probably is not meeting the property maintenance code for that particular prop, for, for that particular city or municipality. And that's the way that I would approach it. Good luck to you, good sir. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. 
Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for hour number one of Garden Talk. Hour number two, stand, stand by for Rich Pearson. Hopefully McCall of Rytags will stop by next half hour as well, and we'll talk to Randy Tischer and you on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.